Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Two-second trivia, 745. You're going to want to play. You're going to want to win a fabulous prize. I have 7,468 sheets of paper in front of me, and none of them are what we're doing at this. What? So I like just listening to hear what we're doing next. Because what are you ta- I mean, you don't, but you don't write anything down. You, this is a total half-assed effort by you. I, That's you, not true. Yes, it is. I You've was here at 5.48. You celebrated. I was here at 5.48. Yeah, 10 minutes earlier than what you usually are. That's right. Got here early today. But you're just a piece of work, aren't you? 216-474-0092. Before we move on, would you want to go to the would you want your team to go to the Super Bowl if you knew they'd lose? I got a lot of people getting in saying that they it's well, Ken, it's how they lose. I can't guarantee how they lose. I can't tell you how they lose. Yeah, you know, what difference does that make? They lose, they lose. If they lose by fifty, they oh, lose at the goal line. Oh, I I think Scott Norwood would disagree. I mean, Jose Mesa would certainly disagree. I think Jose Mesa would disagree. I think Kevin Dyson would disagree. What his fault? Um was a was that Mike Jones who made that tackle? That was a hell of a tackle by but him. But as a fan, yeah. you're still losing. Yes. And if I knew the Browns were going to lose, I don't want to be in it. Yeah, but if you're if you're down 28 at the half, you've definitely changed your mood. There's, yeah. There are mood enhancers for that. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Like, uh, I mean, you could be loaded anyway if you really wanted to, but at the time, it's like, well, I got nothing else left to do but this bottle. But what, was- what if you're down 28 to 3? We talked and about and come back. Yeah, that's true. And you the, black out and don't remember it. Those fans didn't think they were coming back at that time. There wasn't a chance in hell. Uh, I, I you, you look at the '80s Browns. They don't pay for drinks in town. They're beloved. Everybody loves Ernest Biner. Everybody loves all those guys. And it's like they didn't go to a Super Bowl. Everybody knew they played their ass off. They were great. They didn't go to a Super Bowl. I don't. If I'm going to lose, I don't need to go to a Super Bowl. Ernest Biner's beloved. Would Jose Mesa be cheered if he returned to Cleveland? Uh, no. No, I agree. And Jose Mesa was in game. It, it, I mean, I don't want to ask this about about Ernest Biner, but if he did in a Super Bowl, I think it would still be different. I, I think it would if be a little bit different. Super Bowl? I think that Ernest, I think in that moment, you know, Ernest Biner has, has shown so much humanity, I think that people would go, okay. Yeah. I think it would probably be the same, but I think that for a while... Like, it seemed to be, when I was a kid, like, there was no, I didn't hear any nastiness about Ernest Biner when I was a kid. It seemed to be basically from the moments, like, man, he did the best he could, and that's it. Now, maybe you're older than me, and, you know, I'm from Canton. You're from here, yeah. so there's a little bit of a difference. I so, mean, they, he was traded because of that, basically. They traded him for Mike Oliphant because of that play. What a great trade, huh? Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, like, that's that's part of it where I think a lot of people were like, okay. And then he did win a, a Super Bowl later with the, with Washington, if I'm not mistaken. So, but I, I do think a lot of people were kind of like, well, he did his best and it's just, it's one of them things that had happened. He didn't mean to do it for crying out loud. And I don't think I could try to say the same thing for Jose Mesa. Like, yeah, I don't think tried. Jose Mesa means, 
I didn't try to say the same thing for Jose Mesa. Yes, when I was in here before, you gave me that. Well, he it's not like he tried to lose. It's, he did his best. It's not like he tried to lose. Yeah, but I'm not saying that people... I, I, I knew going into that 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 was not going to be a win by me. Okay. I, I'm not trying to win that argument. I know I'm going to lose that argument. That's right. an emotional response. And again, Ernest Biner has been here numerous times. People like Ernest Biner. Like, Jose Mesa basically it feels like he just lost that, and that was it. Yep. And we never saw him again. I went to the guard, the Indians game at that time, the day after Jose Mesa got traded. There were people like, thank you, John Hart signs out there. Like, they couldn't stand him. That, that night is the most gutted I ever have been in my life. Because I love baseball more than any sport. I was an Indians fan before I was anything else in life. I could tell you the entire 25-man roster when I was nine years old Go ahead. of that team. I don't remember it now. Okay. But, I, I and I was in college. I was at Kent. And I blew off the entire fall quarter in 97 just for the World Series. I never went to class. Explains a lot. Yeah, right? I've never been as devastated as I was when they lost that series in 97. That's why I don't don't think I would want to be in the Super Bowl if I knew they were going to lose. Like I told you, I will be a basket case for the two weeks leading up to it if the Browns win the AFC Championship at some point in our future in our lives. Well, then what? what is the point of all of this if you can't enjoy it? I won't be able to enjoy it. Then There's going to the be no, There will be no enjoyment because I want to see the Browns win. I'll enjoy after if they win. <laughs> I will enjoy after if they win. But the, but the two weeks leading up to it, I will be a basket case. I, what, what's the, what's wrong with that? What, am I am I, I am I not allowed to admit that? I can admit you that. You can admit whatever I you want. There's a lot of people who would feel the same way. I just don't understand what's the, why why even subject yourself to it. If you can't even enjoy a victory, what if you're you, going to be miserable after oh, a win, no, I'm not going to be miserable after a win. You I just will be, said oh, that. No, no, I didn't. I said I'd be excited after. Are you talking about a Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, no. I, no. I mean, if they win the AFC Championship, you're going to dread it. I'm not. No, I'm not going to be dreading it. I'll be terrified. I'm not going to be a downer. I will be terrified. That's the way I'm going to be. After a I Super mean, Jason, Bowl. He did this before the wild card game this year with the Texans, where he, I don't, it wasn't immediately after, but by Tuesday on the podcast, yep. he started telling us, I've got a knot in got my Got my knots in the stomach. And then he got up to five different knots, Jason. <laughs> five. I had five. Now, there's a lot of times where that happens, and I just don't tell anybody during the week. But it, because they won so many games, like now I have to expect them to win. Because before, you'd get this sweet breath of life as a victory, and you couldn't believe it. And you're like, all right, next week's finally going to be great. But by Thursday, I'm going, man, am I going to have to go out there and get beat on Monday again because this team can't get the job done? So if I do that during the regular season, guys, I'm just telling you the truth. So If If the Browns go to the Super Bowl for the two weeks leading up to it, I will just be, I will not sleep. I will be nervous. I will be a basket case the entire time. So if they win their divisional round to get to the AFC title game, are you I will be nervous. I will be nervous. The further on they go, the more nervous I get. They got to the Super Bowl. I was, or excuse me, they got to the playoffs this year, and I was excited. And I set the chair on fire out in the backyard, which I didn't get the whole thing, but it's now it's, it was too cold to, to finish the job. Now I'm gonna have to finish the job this week, maybe. But I set the chair on fire in the backyard, and then when I woke up the next morning, we did the show. And by the time the show was over, I, I did start to, I could see the tide turning. And then by Tuesday, when I talked to Tone, that was when I got the first knot in my stomach. If they get to the divisional round, I'll be nervous. Because now, you know, we talk about this all the time, about how their their window is not as wide open as we all think. That's right. They're, they're an old, look, Zach was with us. He goes, well, it's an older roster than what you think. Miles is going into year eight and the whole deal. And I'm going, okay, 
now there's more pressure. Like if Miles was in year two and, and they're so young and plucky, I know I can't take it for granted. You never know when you're going to get back. So I'd still be nervous, but this is the time where it's like, man, you got to nail this thing down. Yeah. Or you don't know if you're ever going to be able to do it again. So I think the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, I would just be a, a, a basket case of emotion. Uh, I would probably fly off the handle a lot. I think I'd be, I'd snap at a lot of people. I'd be very nervous. Be very nervous about this whole ordeal. Find a new line of work if you can't enjoy the good. That's as good as it gets. No, I want That's them as to good win. as it I gets. I want them to win. I'm not going to sit there and enjoy something that they haven't got yet. I hope that the fans do, but I'm not going to do it just yet. I want them to win, and I think a lot of people would probably sympathize with that or empathize with that, I should say. I bet a lot of people feel the same That's way. That's the epitome of living in your fears right there. 216-474-0092. I just care about things, and you don't care about them. That's why you put your feet up on the desk. I'm dead inside. What's the worst? I have not done that one time yet. What's the worst thing you can call a player or a team? Soft. Are the Cavs still soft? Are they still soft in the eyes of the rest of the NBA? Is that a question I asked Sham Sharanya at eight twenty? Uh, I don't care what you ask him. I don't. I. I. I'll tell you what. I think the rest of the league respects, and I would even say fears this team a lot more than they did last year. Why is that? Because they've got they play like everybody else in the NBA now. They don't play like it's nineteen ninety two, and they've got the shooting that they didn't have last year. And Evan and Jarrett together defensively strikes fear in the heart of a lot of coaches. Like Mike Brown said the other night when the Kings were in town, if you got an open shot, you better shoot it because you may not get another one the rest of the possession. So is, if you're open, pull it. So is there a time, because I think a lot of people, like we, we've we made a big joke about flipping the switch and, and things like that. And again, I, I can't do it if Lima's not here. So I, I guess we just missed the opportunity for the next week and a half. I, I think a lot of people, though, when we talk about that, they go, well, they got embarrassed in the first round. I'm not doing anything or getting it. Like when people sure. talk about flipping the switch, I think they talk about their own excitement. And I think that a lot of people are saying they're not going to get excited until the postseason for Fair. the Cavs. And I think part of that is because of how they lost last year where they, to lose the way they did, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to, to be embarrassed as you do it. Yep. And they were embarrassed. And I think that takes a very big hit on a, proud area that does appreciate toughness the way a, a Midwest team would. I think Cleveland, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, I'll give them that credit. Cincinnati, I don't know much about that. Detroit, like I think that they pride themselves on on toughness, being a rigorous sports team, sports fandom. Yeah. And for the Cavs to go down the way they did, I think that that took a serious toll on the psyche of a lot of fans. And I think a lot of people are kind of holding back their emotions because they want to they want to see the Cavs prove they're tough. And that's fine. I think that's more than fair. That Last year ended in a fart. So if you want to wait and make them prove it to you, that's fine. And plus, I mean, the Browns take up so much oxygen in this town when they're bad. When they're good and going to the playoffs, nothing else matters. So I, I, the random casual Cleveland sports fan, a lot of them probably didn't even check in on the Cavs more than once or twice until – January. I think they did last year and the year before. And then the way that they lost in the postseason, I think there was a bit of a checkout going. We made this big deal about the regular season, yeah. and then we were gone in a week. Does yeah. this even matter? Yeah, I, I think that's more than fair. And and now, you know, fans are starting to come back around and, and check this team out. They're, they're playing really, really well. They're, you know, one of the hottest teams in the league. I don't think they're the best team in the league. I don't think they're going to win a championship this year. But I think that they're going to be in the mix of teams vying to get to the conference finals. They could do that. 216-474-0092. Do you still consider the Cavs soft? 
Because I don't know how they prove that they're not soft without getting in fights and Donovan Mitchell was able they're to not mix it up with to. Zach Collins. They're not until they get to the playoffs. Exactly. 216-474-0092. Two-second trivia, 745. And hell is frozen over. I agree with the man. And no, I'm not talking about Jason Lloyd. Ken Carmen, Jason Lloyd in for Anthony live on the fan. But you don't care about anything but yourself. Jason Lloyd in for uh, Anthony Lyman today. I'd care about the tomorrow. rundown if I had one in front of me. You don't. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't do anything with it. You, you'd throw it away. I was going to say something else, but I'd have to dump it. Coming up at 820 this morning, Sham Sharanya is going to join us on the show. He is the NBA insider. Only took you an hour and a half to get it right. I got it right originally, but then you messed me up because you're the one who knows him Always personally. Always somebody else's Sean fault. Sharanya is going to join us at 820. We'll talk to him about the latest machinations with the Cleveland Cavaliers folks. Jason and I never agree with each other except on one thing coming up here shortly. There's another Cavs writer who uh, <laughs> he just he doesn't ever want to agree with me anymore. I mean, that's just how it goes. Chris Fedor was on overtime with Jonathan Peterlin yesterday. And look at us. Who'd have thunk it? Fedor was on and said people need to stop focusing on Evan Mobley not shooting enough threes. Look, he is one of the premier defensive players in the entire NBA. He is a great weak side defender. He is a great perimeter defender. He can test a ton of shots. He's a great rim protector. He can switch and guard one through five. On the offensive end of the floor, he's a really, really good roller after screening. He um, has gotten better as a passer and a playmaker, playing out of the pocket, playing in the post, playing at the elbow. You see him rebounding and running and pushing the break and making sure that the Cavs continue to play with that kind of pace. Yeah, he needs to develop more of an outside shot as his career goes on. Yeah, he needs to shoot that shot with a little bit more confidence than what you've seen at the beginning of the season from Evan. But like, if you're only focusing on that and saying what he can't do, you're missing all the things that he can do. That's Chris Fedor. Cleveland.com. Talking to Jonathan Peterlin yesterday, I go, damn it, I can't believe we agreed on something. Here we are. Focusing on Evan Mobley shooting threes. Now people need to relax a little bit. Go ahead. Because you were, I mean, you got upset last week when I even had the goal to ask you the question. No, 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 no. I got upset. I, if I could have reached through a cell phone and strangled you, I would have. You have your chance right now. You ain't coming across the table on me. Oh, here he comes. No. That was some Jim Everett stuff you almost pulled on me there. <laughs> now I got to go back to get, go get my chair. Here he goes. There's Chris Lloyd. This is good stuff. Oh, good. Forget now, it. I missed it. How much is that leather bag you have hanging on there? Would you just worry about huh. yourself over there? Congratulations on all your success. There you no, go. You, I, I wanted to strangle Minus you because you said it was a nonsensical I thought it was nonsensical. I did think it was nonsensical conversation, and actually I still do. The only reason I didn't fight you back on is because I had to use the bathroom during that interview, so I walked out of the room, and in Lima had to finish it up. There you go. You happy now? You're ridiculous. Now, now, now I'll finish no, the, every, Now that everything's cleared up, I can fight you on the thing now because every, I don't think that, I think we're wasting our time if every, you want Evan Mobley shooting a bunch of threes. Well, since you were sitting on the toilet and didn't hear what I said. I didn't say what I was doing I'll in the bathroom. I'll repeat what I said. You assumed. I'll repeat what I said while you were sitting on the toilet. I, the Cavs I complete. might have been around a toilet seat, but I can't say I was sitting there. By Go the ahead. way, I agree with everything Chris said up until that point. I agree with everything he said. All that is true. But the Cavs remade their entire style of the way that they played while Darius and Evan were out. They went to this one in, four out, four shooters around one big style that if you're going to play Jarrett and Evan together, if you want to continue playing that style, okay, Mm -hmm. and you want to play Jarrett and Evan together when all the minutes restrictions are lifted, 
One of two things has to happen. What? Evan has to be on the perimeter taking and making threes, or you can't play that style anymore. And that style's been really, really good. That's why they're 19-4 and four in their last 23 games. Yeah, they haven't had that style. And listen, I'm not trying to bag on them here, but they haven't had that style because they've also played a lot of terrible basketball teams. They've well, played a lot of terrible basketball teams. Are the Kings terrible? Because they absolutely they, cooked they the cooked, Kings the And I night. didn't take that away, but most of the teams they've played have been terrible. And now I'm asking you questions. I'm not trying to make point-counterpoint just yet. And, I will tell you when. Oh, is that so? I will so? tell you when. The Kings do not fit. They've played some bad teams. Yeah, you can only play the teams that are on your schedule. They've shot the ball incredibly well at an incredibly high clip. Now, can they sustain that? I mean, this is the point last year, by the way, where we went to war over Dean Wade, if you remember that. Because this is when they got rid of Kevin. Did I go to war with you over yes. Dean Wade? Yes. Yes. I would not. In the playoffs. Oh. Because I said they got rid of Kevin because they wanted to play Dean Wade more. And that's why Kevin left. Because they were ready to play Dean. They were ready to give Dean those minutes. And you and Anthony I'd went nuts. I'd rather play nuts. Dean Kane than Dean Wade. Dean Wade's looked pretty good so far this year. Okay, great. For the role that they are asking him to play, which is the role they wanted him to play. Not much of a role. Well, that's all they needed out of him. That's all they were trying to get out of him last year. Up to this point, he's been exactly what they need from him. Now, is he going to fall off a cliff again like he did last year? I don't know. But to this point, he's been pretty good. Is that stretch big? You don't need Evan shooting six, seven, eight threes a night. That's not what you need. But three would be nice. That's all. And this is what I said while you're sitting on the toilet. See, this is in where 2014, you, 2015, I, no, I and hear, 2016. We have audio in there. I could hear everything you were saying. I just disagreed with all of it, but I couldn't fire back at you. Well, fire back. Why is that wrong? Because the way you guys make it out to be is that you guys want him to hoist seven or eight times a game. Not what I said. I just said I didn't if want sh- that. Okay, so he shoots one time instead of three times. That's 33 point whatever percent underneath. I'm not trying to do Steiner math. I'm trying to tell you the truth here. I mean, I, I, I have a guy who you all tell me he's meek. Is he or is he not meek? Do you or do you not need him to be more aggressive? Answer those questions. Yes, he needs okay, to be more aggressive. So you need him to be more aggressive. So that means if he's meek and he needs to be more aggressive, what am I immediately going to think? I think that he probably battles confidence issues. Is that not reasonable to think? Is that not reasonable to wonder? I can't assign it, well, but is it not reasonable to question? If you would have read I what I reasonable. wrote, I put in there, I think he has a confidence problem. So he has a confidence problem, so the way to address that is to force him out on the perimeter and take shots that he's not really used to taking. Well, gee, he tried it the other night, and he made three of them. How about that? Against the San Antonio so Spurs! So what? They don't make the basket Connor, bigger because the team— Sacramento! They don't make the basket bigger because the team you're playing sucks. Yeah, but it does— This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The same size it does basket. Change your, it does change your confidence when the team no, you're playing it sucks. No, it doesn't. Oh, don't give me that. How many teams came in here? It's and a regular the season the game versus a regular season game. Where the pressure goes up is when it's the playoffs. That's when the pressure goes up. So you want them to shoot that many threes against shot, the Knicks in the playoffs? Or the, shot, or, the, or, or the Boston Celtics in the playoffs? I want him to take, what you really want? I want him to take 100. Three pointers between now and the end of the season. That's about three a game. That's not a lot. What I'm saying is you can't. You, by the way, you what? know who agrees with me? JB freaking Bickerstaff, the coach of the team, the who sat on the podium. Out, the fans would have ran out of the city a month ago. And how about him now? Congre- I didn't call for him to be fired, but just because JB Bickerstaff sat agrees on the with podium you, and, and said when way, he's open, oh, he needs well, to take those I, shots. I just want to point out for everybody. It's, Jason's carrying more water for another professional oh coach. My God. Boy, the Culligan man is back. Oh I'm my really God. surprised about this. Okay, what did I tell you last year during the playoffs about JB? What did I tell you? I don't remember. I what tried do not to you listen expect to him you. to do? They don't have any shooting. Give him some shooting and then evaluate him. So the oh way to get the God. shooting is to take the guy who's not They've confident got enough some to shooting shoot and all make him of a sudden. And he doesn't look like such a terrible coach. He now does, does he? I didn't say he was a terrible he coach. He can't make the shots for him. But if you're telling me that JB Bickerstaff agrees with you, half the people again wanted him ran out of here. I don't know if that's the you went out of here too, and he's about to win his second coach of the year award yeah, in four now years. Yeah, everybody's questioning how much power he has over his own staff. Is it still a Culligan man when he's about to win his second coach of the year in four years? Or I don't maybe, know. Do you want to maybe talk about- I was right okay. again. Would you take Kevin Stefanski over either of the coaches that are in the Super Bowl? How many coaches in the playoffs would you take Kevin Stefanski? I don't know. Over? Give me the list. I'm talking about the listeners. I'm not even talking about you. I know you'd take Kevin Stefanski probably over your own children. That's not but true. I think that for the other coaches out there, hey, you win coach of the year, that's great. But when I have all these other things that are thrown out there, and I gotta stick to the I gotta stick to the Cavs here. But when you throw all these other things out there and people are questioning whether or not he has power over his own staff, then people are gonna get all worked up. All right, back to the Cavs. We'll get to that Kevin Stefanski thing later on. Write it down. But when it comes to the Cavaliers, oh, Marcus you're flying out of his JB Bickerstaff is some sort sweating. of an argument that he agrees with you. I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing because if you're telling me a guy has questions about his own confidence, I'm gonna put him in an uncomfortable position all the time because you know. Don't act stupid, you know, and that's a tough word. I take that back. I retract that. Don't act silly on me and say that there's no difference between the San Antonio Spurs and the Sacramento Kings. An open he only took shot one. is he an open one. shot. He took one against the Kings, and that's where I want him to take more. Now he doesn't have to take five a night because if he's playing by if if Jarrett's not next to him, if he's the only one out there with Actually, four shooters around him, he could be inside. He doesn't need to be on the perimeter. That's where I disagree. I don't want him to be too choosy. If we're going to sit here and develop him. Because of the way this thing looks, Chris Middleton just got hurt again last night as Kevin Durant landed on his foot. So now I don't know what the Bucks are really going to be. And I, I was the one just yesterday going, ah, you know, I don't want to count the Bucks out. Where Danny disagreed and maybe Danny gets the win on there, even though I was I didn't necessarily fight him on that. No, I would not count the Bucks. But out. I, I still look at Chris Middleton who got banged up last night. I still see the Boston Celtics there. I got teams that I, I think I could compete with. All of a sudden, I could be a two seed in the Eastern Conference. Like all of a sudden, I got asked the question yesterday. At TV, hey, like, could they make a run? Do we have to change our plans for the postseason stuff and the coverage? Like, that was a question legitimately asked me. And I went, damn it, you know, in the Eastern Conference, like, they go, could they make the finals? I go, I think they could make the Eastern Conference finals yes, for sure. Yes, they could make the Eastern Conference finals. So now I have to think, if I really want this to be done, now that we, we've taken all the hot air out of the room, if I really want this to be done, if you really want to force the issue... It's with, you with Evan Mobley. Then yeah, take five to eight. 
because I need you to find your spots on the floor. So force CSU if you want to do it. So it's easier for him in the postseason to find the spots on the floor no, that it's, he's good from. You don't need to force five to eight. What I started to say before you so rudely cut me off. Go back to 2014, 15, 16, Draymond. That's okay. what that's that's what you need from Evan. Three or four a game. That's all. Three or four a game. And he'll get those opportunities. But not when he's playing next to Jarrett. When he's playing, when he's not playing next to Jarrett, when he's the center, he doesn't have to be on the perimeter. But if you want to continue, this isn't hard logic to follow. If you want to continue playing the style of basketball that has taken them to one of the best teams in the East and one of the hottest teams in the East of one in and four out, four shooters surrounding one big, he has to be one of the four. It can't be three and two because then that clogs the floor and it takes away driving lanes. Can't believe I agree for with Donovan Chris. and Darius. Two one six four seven four to below nine. Well, then you're going to go back to your old style of play when they were a five hundred team. I'm not trying to just go, just go back to the old style of play, but if you're giving me three, I'm going. Well, wait a minute. Let's go full bore with this and force feed him. I trust Donovan Mitchell. I do trust that Darius Garland, even though a lot of other people seem to not. Do to. children I have confidence the first time they get on a bike? No, no. How do they get that confidence by pedaling? Yeah, but I don't, he can make threes. But I don't. He can make threes. I he son, proved it the other night. And he my can son make could threes. Ride a bike, but when he first went to ride a bike, I didn't just go. Okay, we're going to go out for two minutes and walk back in. No, we're going to do well, this guess until what? you learn he's how to do it. He's not a rookie. He's in his third year now. But you're still telling me he lacks confidence because he's still 21 years old. So he's still the age of a, what used to be a rookie. Like I still have to find his role out there on the floor. And he's coming back from a knee injury. Well, now. he had a lot of confidence against the Spurs, now did he? And don't tell oh me that it's the God, bad team against the That's trash re- basketball team. That's ridiculous. He's so playing Wembyama. You don't think, wait a minute here, it doesn't matter. Do you not think that players have a little bit more confidence against terrible teams when they play them? I think an open shot is an open shot is an open shot. And an open shot against the Kings, against the Warriors, against the Celtics, against the Spurs is still an open shot. The pressure, the real pressure comes when it's May. So you really that's don't when believe, it comes. I, everybody knows that, but that's not answering my question. You yes, don't it think is. he had a little bit more confidence against a terrible San Antonio Spurs team than he would against a playoff no. team like Sacramento? No. I Especially totally on the disagree. road. I totally Especially 100% on the road. disagree. An, there was re- nobody in the seat. So what? It's an arena you're not comfortable with. It's an empty building. It's his third time ever in that arena. It's a, they make one trip a year there. It was his third time ever playing okay. in that arena. Okay. It's not so like he's, it's a home game so where he's there 81 nights a year. So he lacks confidence. Is, anyone, anyone who's actually played in the league and anyone who's actually you know covered the league will tell you. Oh, now you're pulling right. Yeah, I am. Okay, that's interesting. I am. There we go. A- anyone who's ever covered the league will tell you that every arena is different. The floors are different. The lights are different. The rims bounce differently. Tell me more. Everything is different. Tell me more. I Talk just down did. to me more. I just did. I feel like Didn't everybody. You just used earlier in the argument that the hoops are the same. There was the a t- same yes. diameter. Yes, exactly. They are and the same size. He doesn't different. even know what he's arguing anymore. No, that's not true. Uh, taking threes or taking threes. Yes, exactly. Now all of a sudden different, everything's Jason, different. Because now you've all of a sudden two different things. I, I didn't understand this. The, everywhere in the NBA is the same except for San Antonio. It's a madhouse no. every time you walk no. into the well, place because the rivers right there. Anywhere, anytime. I've never been there. You know better. I remember it. If you are playing on the road, it's different than playing at home. It's different. How is that? Why but is that? You just said it was the same. The hoops are the you same just size. Said it was the I same. was saying the hoops are the same size. You just said it was the same. But they bounce differently. You just said they do. Every rim is different. <laughs> they do actually do bounce differently, and you do know that. Yes, all. but you guys are the you ones playing just stupid now. Said it was the same, and then he goes, "It was the same. Are, no, no, it was the same no, size. The no. rims are the same size because Tell you're making more. it sound like when Tell the team suck." When the teams suck, okay. the baskets are bigger. 216-474-0092. Right? 
We got Sham Sharanya joining us at 8.20 this morning. We go around Super Bowl 58 at 8 o'clock. Coming up I'll next, have to trust you on that because I don't chance, have a rundown in front of your me. Your chance to win a four-pack of combo meals from Mr. Hero. They are going to be fantastic. You're going to love them, but you have to win two-second trivia. 216-474-92. Your chance to be eating Mr. Hero. 216-474-92. Two-second trivia. It's Ken Carmen and Dr. James Naismith in for Anthony Lima live on The Fan. You have two seconds and only two seconds to win. This is Two Second Trivia. And it's your chance to win fabulous Roman burgers or, you know, whatever you really want. It's a four-pack of combo meals from the wonderful people at Mr. Hero. I crave the hero. But you have to win Two Second Trivia. 216-474-0092. We have Red Arrowback in for Anthony Lima this morning. I'm busy working over here. There are here. a lot of people who said you, there's people who do agree with you, but there's plenty of people who go, you make no sense at all. Well, then they're not listening very closely. I didn't uh, get just to San Antonio, the pandemonium palace with nobody in there on a terrible basketball you team. Stop. It's time for two-second trivia. So those don't count, right? Those what? don't count? No, you might as well not even play games there. They count. It doesn't even count as a win. It's not even. It should be a half a win. They should play it's it, San Antonio. If they played it's in the Alamo Dome, I would have counted it full. It's a half a win. You ready to play two-second trivia? I don't know what you're going to do during this. Drink do you my have coffee the, do you have the questions in front of you? Hopefully no, I don't have anything in front of me. Hopefully it's not messed with that, that freaking microphone morning. anymore because he keeps... Yeah, stop hitting the me. microphone. Well, it's moving on. You me. sound like an episode of Cops. What are you doing? I feel like you got a job as a Foley artist, but the only thing you do is move things on a shelf. Here we go. Cavs are really 31 and a half and 16. They're that, that not 32 and 16. Okay. Well, you know. They're 31, and, uh, they're 31 and a half and 16. Adam and Willoughby, are you ready to play two-second trivia? Good morning. I'm ready. Okay. Well, I was going to say Lima, take it away, but Lima's not here. And I don't have any questions. I mean, I can make something up. Just tell me to take it away. Take it away, you big... Doofus. Adam, question the first. What is Lima's cat's name? Oh, crap. Argyle. Incorrect. Ray and Akron. Ray, good morning. Uh, good morning, Ken. Are you ready to play two-second trivia? Mm, Ken, take it away. <laughs> I don't even need to be here. I should give him the first one just because that. All right, here we go. What did Lyman name his son? Mason. Ray is in the barn. Give it to me. Give it to me again. We don't do that. Here we go. What kind of car does Jason Lloyd eat his breakfast in? Mercedes. Oh, my God. He got it right. Oh, my God. He got it right. He's eating a Ray, you won! What kind of car will you be eating Mr. Hero in, Ray? <laughs> mm, I'm going to be eating a combo in Mr. Hero's car. Nom, 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 nom! <laughs> Ray, stay on hold. I can't believe it. I cannot believe we got on the second one. Congratulations, you're eating Mr. Hero. Ray and Akron, go ahead and pick that up. Well, I guess we can get back to our big well, now fight. you two can yell at each other again. <laughs> I can't believe that. I was sitting there going over all these questions. I had a lot of good ones too. Do it again. I, wish I didn't know. We don't have anything else to give away. Before the show about, I've got to do everything around well, here. Egg. I've got to prepare for this two second 
second trivia. No. You asked three questions. Way to go, Ken. Do I didn't w- mean to do that. Do you want me to walk across the street and buy a breakfast sandwich and we'll give it away to- For me? No, we'll give it away as a prize. So do it we again. We can't do that legally. We can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you, you can't do that. that. That is illegal that stuff, man. not happen. You can't just right. do that. Well, why not? You will lose the title on that car if you keep doing that. <laughs> this is why you don't ask me Tom in. Herschel will unhinge his jaw and swallow you whole. <laughs> Like a python. You're the ones who keep asking me back. It is fun. There is one thing we agree on, and I don't know when to get it out of the box here. Now, Jason and I just had, did have a knockdown drag out. I want people to think about this because we got Sean Sharanya joining us at 820. We will ask him about, uh, about the machinations with the Cavs and could they be movers here over the next 36 hours or so, 48 hours. Let's throw that in there. What the hell? Uh, before the trade deadline coming up tomorrow. Uh, because it seems that you know Jason had written that he doesn't want to make a move with the Cavs. He no, thinks, I wrote that I, they're not going to make a move. Well, uh, or do you believe they should? Oh, no. see, I, I thought you said that they shouldn't. No, I it was well, your. I thought that was your opinion. I beg your well, pardon. Again, you said reading comprehension isn't your strength. No, I said I that was they're, very good in reading. There, you've told me before that's not so. They are not going to make a move, nor do I think that they should. Just to clear it up. Okay. That actually I agree with you on. There's Finally. one other thing I agree with you on that I can't believe we have to bring back later because Mitch said something that I almost just threw my head in an oven over because of what he said about Donovan Mitchell for crying out loud. Um, I've actually changed my uh, – before the season started, I was anything I could do to get rid of Isaac Okoro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that, I ain't going to lie, part of that was probably a personal vendetta against somebody who liked him. However um, – it, I just felt like, hey, this is kind of overdrafted. It, this isn't working. It's, it is what it is. But as the season's opened up, like I, Joel Embiid's out for four weeks. Uh, again, Chris Middleton gets banged up. Uh, he hasn't played very well be- before that, obviously. Uh, I, I think the Bucks are still not a team I'm going to go to bet on. The, the Boston Celtics are out there lurking. But I think you got a really nice shot at the Eastern Conference Finals all of a sudden. And I think I need defense, and I'd like to see Isaac Okoro play some defense. His shot has gotten a little bit better, and I do think that some people have overrated it. Uh, there's been the whole Max Struess argument day in and day out with Anthony, but somehow the advanced metrics, they show, even though his shot has not been what people wanted it to be, their offense is better with with yes. Max Struess out on the floor. So yes. while I think a lot of fans are starting to go, what the hell are we doing with this guy? It, it's clear that NBA defenses do respect his ability and he's opening up opportunities for other people on the floor. That all said, I, I think because of that, I think I agree with you. I'd rather just stand Pat coming up by tomorrow. Yeah, Isaac, if you want to talk specifically about Isaac, he has improved his shot. I think he's up to 39% on catch and shoots. He's gotten better, yes. Now, the question is, do other teams agree? And the answer to that is no. Like, they're still not going to guard him. In the playoffs, I've I've started poking around on that. I started asking a couple of opposing coaches, like, "Hey, how would you guard this team?" Well, and honestly, I know that we were screaming at each other, but that was my whole thing with Evan Mobley. It's like, "Hey, I get your point of bringing guys out from the block, and I don't want to exacerbate anything. We can do that later." Yeah. My whole thing is, I get trying to bring bigs out from the block, but if I don't respect your shot from out there, I'll just let you shoot it from out there if you really want to. And if you make it, there's three points. And I get that, but that's why it's like, let's why if we're trying to develop him, then why settle for two or three? Let's go for let's go for broke in these games because now you're going to make the playoffs no matter what. And it looks like you could end up being with the injuries there. You could end up being a two or a three seed no matter what. Anyway, yeah, you could two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. We'll talk about all that later. And there's something else that. that 
almost said Lima. There's something else that Jason and I vehemently agree on that we were shocked from what we were hearing from Danny and a couple other people around there. That's coming up later in the show. Sham Sharanya at 8.20. And around Super Bowl 58, we go to Kansas City, we go to San Francisco, and we go to Vegas and hear from Josh Applepon from VSIN coming up next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 